0: I read from Job 38, 1 through 7. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins like a man. I will question you and you shall declare to me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me, if you have understanding, who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone? When the morning stars sang together and all the heavenly beings shouted, for joy. This introduction ties with Steve's opening video. You know how it works. You are cooking something on the stove when you hear a ping from your smartphone. You say, okay, while that's cooking, I'll go and see what, that's all about. Oh no, he's totally wrong. I have to reply to that post. Ha, that cat picture is silly. What a cool video. And that other video in the thumbnail looks interesting too. That high school guy is wrong again. This Wikipedia article has a lot of cool information. Meanwhile, what's cooking on in the kitchen has boiled over and stuck to the bottom of the pan. Journalist Shanker Vitan, I gotta try that again. Vitan knows that most of us, react to the beep and buzzes of our phones with great urgency. You know, like responding to a baby's cry. Although we know that this isn't healthy or sane, we still do it. But now research is showing that we really should make an effort to avoid distractions. When we become lost in social media or email, we lose our ability to focus. In his Hidden Brain podcast a few months ago, Vitan Tam profiles Cal Newport. Newport is a computer scientist in Georgetown University and is author of a book called Deep Work Subtitle Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. Newport believes that we should minimize the problems created by constant interruptions. And he insists that it's more urgent than people realize. Here's the problem when we let emails or Facebook messages guide our workday, we're weakening our ability to do the most challenging kind of work, this is what he calls deep work. This is the work that requires sustained attention, such as writing a report, solving an engineering problem, or doing significant research. The solution to distractions, according to Newport, is to do what we can to set aside long periods of many days to focus on deeper thinking. This means no social media, a limit to email, and strict limits on appointments. The result is a life that is richer and more human than a life of robotically responding to emails and clicking on websites, which is what many people do most of the day. In many churches, An announcement appears in the bulletin reminding people to silence their phones. Sometimes the announcement is made by the pastor or the worship leader. Have you considered how hard it is for some people to go at least an hour without clicking messages? In today's text, God challenges a righteous man named Job to do the deep work of answering the question of who is he in relation to God. This is not a question that can be answered by a quick Google search because it involves deep thinking about what it means to be a human created by God. The challenge that God gives Job is also a challenge to us. It is one that pushes us to unplug ourselves long enough to ask and answer deep questions. We have to ask, who is God? Now that's a big one. If we search the internet, we find that God is holy, love, Father, Jesus, Spirit, almighty, omnipotent, merciful, and even more. None of these answers is wrong. But such answers can be distracting, too much information. In the book of Job, God keeps things much simpler. When speaking to Job out of the whirlwind, God asks, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? In other words, where were you, Job, when I, God, laid the foundation of the earth? Both the you and the I are important. In his book, Institutes of the Christian Religion, John Calvin unveils one of the guiding principles of his theology, which is, in his view, twofold knowledge of God. Calvin argues that our knowledge of God consists in two parts, knowing God as creator and knowing God as Redeemer. Anchored to this is our knowledge of ourselves. Knowledge of God and knowledge of ourselves are connected and interrelated, according to Calvin. And we cannot have one without the other. Calvin begins by saying that without knowledge of self, there can be no knowledge of God. Pastor Tom R., that's A-R-E, points out that the voice in the whirlwind asks a series of questions that Job cannot answer. Job does not know the answers because he is finite. Only the infinite God knows. This is perhaps the first word from the whirlwind. Job is creature. Not creator. We need to hear this because our high tech world regards some people as godlike. Peter Thiel, one of the Silicon Valley's high tech priests, recently wrote Humans are distinguished from other species by our ability to work miracles. We call these miracles technology. Technology may be helpful, but it is not miraculous. Instead, technology can involve polluting factories, narrow corporate interests, and the marketing of personal information in a way that can hurt us as well as help us. Only God is the creator. Humans can be creative and develop marvelous technology, but we cannot work miracles. We were not present when God laid the foundation of the earth, so we cannot do God's miraculous work. God is the creator of all that it is, including us. Now we need to think and ask, who are we? So the deep question who is God can be answered in one word, creator. But how about the question, who are we? What does it mean for us to be human creatures? God answers this in part in verse 36. As the one who put wisdom in the inward parts and gives understanding to the mind as creatures, who are made in the image of God, we are people who have been given wisdom and understanding by our Creator. When we do deep work, we realize that we do not have all the answers. Only God does. But we can have wisdom, understanding, and the ability to search for answers as we live in relationship with God and with each other. Pastor Tom R. wrote, the world is complex and painful, but the God who laid the foundations of the world did so in order that there might be a world